0: Sports podcast in the game jt and the don with your hosts jimmy thompson and donato bucci they're covering the most current issues in sports from the 305 to the 412 and all the way to the west coast you can follow them on twitter facebook and instagram at jt and the don or email them at jt and the don at gmail.com now take it away guys
1: Welcome to the next episode of JT and the Don presented by Give Us a Shot Network. I am the Don Donato Bucci. And remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And wherever you find all of your other favorite podcasts. And remember to leave us a five-star review. And remember to subscribe to the Give Us a Shot Network YouTube channel. Sorry for the delay. Had some technical difficulties in the D.C. studio. That is what happens when everyone's favorite JT, Jimmy Thompson, doesn't pay the bills on time in the D.C. studio. So with that, let's welcome in everyone's favorite JT. Jimmy Thompson, how you feeling today?
2: Do not blame me for your tech shortcomings. Like this has everything to do with you being an old man that has no idea how to deal with technology. That's all this is. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this show real fast because I don't know how much battery life you got left. I don't want you to cut out midpoint and then <sighs> you're saying that we were like trying to silence you because you couldn't get your That's answer right. out. So That's actually, let, let's let's get to it because I know you got like what, like ten percent battery. You like an iPhone type
1: of guy? Nah, Android. But So we have our annual NFL preview show, all right, to get you ready and informed for the NFL season with a special guest. All right, so let's welcome in our guest, but no stranger to the show. He is our NFL expert, former NFL offensive lineman for the Atlanta Falcons and Houston Texans. So Kendall Calhoun, welcome back to the show. King Ken how you doing? And thanks for coming on again.
0: I'm doing great, man. It's great to be back, man. Let's get to talking about some football, man. Season's right yep. around the corner.
2: Yes, sir. Hey, yes, sir. Man, I'm, yes, I'm sir. Curious, man. you got to answer this question. Where you always getting all this Cincinnati gear? You still on the payroll? Hey. Every time you come <laughs> on the show. Like, like, I feel like the Cincinnati (laughs) stuff that you got just keeps getting bigger and bigger. This man got a whole billboard behind him. Like We wasn't going to say nothing about it. Hey, you got a Whataburger towel? Let me see that. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, sir. I got the the bag. It's all Whataburger, man. Oh, man. Hey, hey. My wife will (laughs) ask you to send that, man. Come (laughs) on, man. Like He he getting NIL deals from Cincinnati still, man. I'm convinced. Hey, I graduated
0: at <laughs> the wrong time, I
2: wish. <laughs> hey, man, next thing you know, he's going to be on the show. He's going to have, like, a full helmet, gear still, all that stuff, the brand new stuff. I met the man that
1: came behind me with the full exactly. gear. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He right. Hey, he gets the retroactive NIL deals. Don't don't be jealous, JT. Why you always got to be jealous? Hey, man, hey, if
2: you got any extra, send me some, man. Hey, look, I want something like that behind my
1: wall, man, so okay, I'll you. take that. <laughs> that. That'd be great for the DC studio, actually, Kendall. So, so let, let's get started. Let's go quarterbacks right out the gate. Maybe the most important position in all of sports, only behind offensive linemen. King Kent. So, so uh, there are a few that are under the microscope this upcoming season. So, let me first start with you, right off the bat here. Which QB is under the most pressure this year? For
0: me, honestly, I would say Dak. It's time for him to actually compete for a Super Bowl. It's been long enough. It's been plenty of years, enough contract extensions. But they're starting to put pressure on him right now. Of course, they signed Trey Lance. They didn't sign him to be Dax up. They signed him to groom him into that position. I believe they, put, they lit that fire underneath the stove and said, all right, it's time to start cooking, big boy. All
1: right. Ken Ken coming out firing real quick, even in his oh. even in his current home, even in his current state of Texas. So all right. I I like that. I like that. Go big or go home. JT, who do you got? Ken, I don't know why you're acting like this.
2: We just talked about this before the show, man. I, I why you why you throwing Dak out there like he's trash, man. Y'all yeah, acting yeah. like he's Ryan Lee for somebody, like he's yeah, just man. not gonna be good. He ain't Jamarcus Russell, man. Come on. No, nah, I mean, but I mean, Dak's always under pressure because he plays for the Cowboys. So you can't yeah. go wrong with that. But I'm going to go with an unpopular opinion. Easily the quarterback that has the most pressure is Brock Purdy. Like his situation that he is in right now, I wouldn't want to be in that if you pay me his salary. Like you just mentioned Trey Lance. Like you forget, the 49ers probably traded the most first round picks ever to move up and get a quarterback in Trey Lance. That didn't work out. They traded him to the Cowboys. This roster is Super Bowl ready. And I feel like the past year and a half, the teammates on the 49ers have been saying like, hey, yeah, Brock Purdy's the guy. Like, he's the guy that can take us to a Super Bowl. We prefer him as a starter over Trey Lance. And then Brock Purdy's success is really going to determine Shanahan and John Lynch's futures at their jobs with the 49ers. And he's coming off a torn UCL. I'm sorry, Josh Allen doesn't even have this type of pressure. Like, I wouldn't want to be Brock Purdy because everybody is relying on him to get the job done. And we forget, like, it's irrelevant.
0: Yeah. Seventh round draft pick. Yeah.
2: Forget, like, it's not like this guy was supposed to set the league on fire. And all of a sudden now they're expecting him to be a top 10 quarterback in the league. So it's got to be him with the most pressure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think those are good answers, but I'm going to go Russell Wilson and look at it a different way. I think it's about it's about legacy, and that's why the pressure is there. You look at the last two years. If he comes with another bad year this time under Sean Payton, like mm-hmm. Payton could bench him. Like Payton's not going to have the patience that hey, you're you're just turning it over, not playing well. Like that's not really his QB. He inherited him, but it's not his QB. Russell Wilson's already 34. He's got three years left on his deal, $100 So when you think about it, if he gets benched by Sean Payton, there's no other team that's going to want him at 34 with that sort of contract. And it's basically over $100 million in guaranteed money left on it. And this is how we're going to remember him. Like The younger generation doesn't remember how good he was in Seattle because the last two years, and if he's bad again this year, that's how they'll remember him. And think about us, even our generation. Not that I say it, but I do. I do think some other people say it is the Legion of Boom won him that Super Bowl, and then he followed that up with throwing interception at the goal line. I mean, you talk about if you're talking about <laughs> instant pressure, yes, I think I think you guys are both correct with who you pick. But if we're talking about pressure overall and like legacy on the line, it's easily Russell Wilson at this point.
2: Now nah, I gotta I gotta okay. disagree with you only because I don't see Russell Wilson having more pressure than Dak Prescott. Like I feel like Dak Dak is in that Lamar stratosphere of just yearly pressure no matter what he does. Like yeah. Dak could win an MVP this year and like if they don't win a Super Bowl he's yeah, still going to be under pressure.
1: But but guys like this is the thing he's not going anywhere. His job is like you really think he's going to lose his job. To Trey Lance, if he has an MVP hey,
0: type season, look, even, man, even, I don't even know. Crazy in the
2: so. Hey, look, you you, hey. For, you forget, you forget what happened to Dak last year. He got hurt. Cooper Rush comes in, yeah, gets carried, got a legion of balling. But who, And, and but, everybody's like, oh, you know, Cooper Rush can can play better than Dak. Like it happens, and they didn't even came, want to take Dak
1: in the first place. But who came back, regardless of Cooper Rush's record? Who? Who ended up starting as soon as he was healthy? The guy who that got paid more money, on. I guess. Of course, they had to play him. Yeah. All right. So where is Ru- their man? Pressure? Russ just chilling, where, man. Tell me, tell me how that is more pressure than legacy on the line for Russell Wilson being one Thank of you. the greats.
2: You know what it's I'll, it's I'll tell you, legacy. Mm-hmm. Legacy for us, I feel like it's already written because people yeah. are never going to put him in the top ten. It's it's yeah. already written. Like he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and we've already one. seen he's the bottom two. fall did out. So did he, he won. Won, Yeah, he already won.
1: Yeah,
2: top already ten of what? You no,
1: know I'm did saying he's say- he's not. He's never going to be in that conversation. Okay, but there's a difference between being Joe Flacco and Brad Johnson compared to a guy who's won two Super two, two Super Bowls like Ben Roethlisberger. That's what I mean, Russell. He's was. not
2: Russell's legacy is already set. Like, he is what he is.
1: Like, that that can still build on his. That's why there's more pressure. I disagree. All right. So, Ken, uh, Kendall, let me start with you. Which rookie QB will perform the best?
0: Okay. This is an interesting answer. But I have CJ Stroud because. I think he was the best overall quarterback in the class, as far as decision making, athleticism, um, accuracy.
1: Pre- preach, preaching can preach,
0: King Ken. preach but, King Ken. but the Texans doesn't have that many athletes around him, so he's going to be doing a lot of that on his own. I hope he doesn't go down the path that um, Justin Field kind of went into his first year because he didn't have that many um, athletes around him and kind of suffered, but. Um, I'm pretty optimistic about the Texans. They're trying to, starting to build a team around them, so hopefully he'll get that
1: done. I like it. I like it. Listen, I'm going to piggyback off of that, and then I'll let JT go. I agree 100%. There's a couple reasons. I think, again, he's the most ready for the NFL. But then you look. He's got Damian Pierce, so he has a run game. He's got an all-pro left tackle in Laramie Tunzel. King Ken, you're a lineman. You know what is a quarterback's two favorite things a run game, and a guy that can protect his blind side. He's got both of those there. Safety blanket with Schultz. And listen, he's got young, speedy receivers. I mean, what else could a young quarterback want? I think it's set up perfect for him. So, JT, do you agree with us or no?
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree with Stroud. The only thing I'm going to push back on is I don't, I don't think he's in the same situation as Justin Fields because, one, Justin Fields had <laughs> maybe the worst coach ever. <laughs> And I don't, I don't think the Miko is that bad. Like, it, <laughs> that's but I'm, just time the bad. I'm just saying yeah. he
0: just had the same amount of help. I would yeah. say,
2: and, and honestly, I'm picking, I'm picking Stroud because of what you said before we started this show. You was like, "Hey, look, if the town around him is not good enough at first, he can just do it himself. He can throw it to himself and catch it." So, y'all believe C.J. Stroud is superhuman it can do it all, and I'm, I'm gonna buy into that. But I do think he's in the best situation, oddly enough, because Bryce Young. I haven't seen any highlight where he's not getting knocked to the ground in the preseason. Oh, yeah. Anthony Richardson can't pass, at least not yet. So C.J. Stroud at least can play quarterback, and he's going to be in the best situation to be protected by his offensive line. So I do think he'll be the best rookie quarterback, even though I don't think the Texans will win many games, though. So I still, I still disagree with you on that, Ken. I don't think they're <laughs> going to win many games.
0: <laughs>
2: so they we, can so only we go. I said they can
0: only go up from there, though. <laughs>
2: Instead of two, they they're gonna go to three, man. Yeah, they can
0: only go up. They can only improve.
2: <laughs> hey, that's what I like about Kim when He like when he like a team, where he like a player, man. Like it's it's to the moon. It's, he's all yep. optimistic about him. He, he's a ride or die, ride or die. But okay, like you know, there's no way we can't talk about running backs, in NFL. Like they're a hot topic Favorite
1: this. position,
2: JT's Nah, definitely not your favorite position because yeah. you have no respect for running backs. Hey, so I just we, I love O lineman, O lineman, King Ken. Hey. Look, they don't fall for it, Ken, man. He don't like them either. But wow. NFL running backs, we talk about them all offseason, all the controversy. You got guys like Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Saquon signing those franchise tags instead of getting signed to long-term deals. So all the drama that's going on with the running backs, you got to ask this question. Are running backs being underpaid or undervalued, and how do we fix that for them? Um,
0: I guess I can go ahead and take this one. So
2: Oh yeah, my bad, my bad. You you he's always <laughs> coming to you because you're the expert. Okay.
0: <laughs> so they are definitely undervalued now. So and I say that because you know how they say you have to buy the insurance before you buy the house. So when they're drafting an <laughs> offensive lineman, what do you think is more important? Is he a good pass blocker or is he a good run blocker? Gonna take hey, hold the on, let me write blocker. that down, what you
2: just said. I need to buy the insurance before the house. I definitely get that <laughs> Too late.
1: Too late. Right <laughs> late. <We> you already, <laughs> already bought the mansion, J.T. Uh, I, I, I did not get the insurance first. Let me make sure I do that. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. You bought the
2: mansion already. Too late bro. <laughs> it's, we We're not getting into it. Let this man continue with his answer.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so like I was saying, when you draft in the first round draft pick, offensive lineman, you're looking to see if he can pass protect first like that's the instinct they're looking for those long athletic guys because this is a passing league so we're looking for running backs that can run routes that can get out in space get into the flats those little curl routes because um we're they're really focusing on passing now running isn't as big as it was say like in the early 2000s say like in the 90s so um the only way they can fix that really is um Honestly, at this point, I don't know because it's like like they're paying these receivers, they're paying these quarterbacks, and it's just they're leaving out these uh, running backs. All right, Don.
2: Well I, I, well, I know your answer, and I just want everyone <laughs> to hear how inhumane no, and just heartless I, this is. Are first of all, are they
1: underpaid and undervalued? Yes or no? So underpaid? No, I, I don't believe they are because. Their risk for injury, I think, is higher than almost any other position. Plus, you get a lot of running back by committees that can do the same thing. You can't do a wide receiver by committee. Like, you, you can replace a Dalvin Cook. She's doing, do but, it. But, <laughs> exactly. But you – well, they do a running back by committee. Not I mean well, a wide they, receiver by committee. They also have Patrick Mahomes. If they didn't have Patrick Mahomes, you need to have that number one. There's no way you're replaced by a committee, a Jamar Chase, a Justin Jefferson. All right. Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. is better because of Justin Jefferson. Now, undervalued? Yes, because I think there's become a, a less appreciation for the running back. And I think that that is wrong, because when you have those great running backs that are three down sort of running backs, that is. You you can't measure that, right? You can't measure that in dollars. You you maybe can't measure that in points. And, like, the great ones we should not undervalue, like McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, like the true game changers. But You better throw Derrick Henry in there too, man. Don't and and Derrick Henry. But the thing is, you still can't overpay for that. Like, you, you just can't afford to do it because then that means you sacrifice paying the left tackle to protect your franchise quarterback. Does that mean you can't pay your franchise quarterback? Like, look what happened with Dallas, with Ezekiel Elliott. So, you know, yeah. that's the way I look at it for, for that. And then did you did you ask about fixing it? Yeah, I did, yeah.
2: So how well, do we fix it?
1: Well, I, I've told you this before. If you you got to wait for the CBA, and then if you, if you want to do it earlier, if I'm a running back like Jonathan Taylor two years ago when he had that big breakout, I go to the Colts and say, listen, I will hold out. But if you offer me more of a fully guaranteed deal now, and I'll take less money overall, like a three-year, whatever, $34, 33000000 million deal, let's do it. Fully guaranteed next three years. Then that way, come this year, he didn't need to worry about it anymore. Neither did the Colts. So take less money. Don't be as greedy, but take less money, but for more guaranteed money. And I think both the team and the players would be willing to do it because now I'm getting Jonathan Taylor in his prime for three years at 12 million against the cap. That's that's unbelievable if you could do that. But the question is, would the running back be able to to take that less money knowing that? you know, maybe he passes us 50 million. Yeah, this is my last but, ride. But you're never going to yeah. see the end of that $50 million deal anyway. So I it think it depends on the running
2: back, though. Like, if it's yeah. Jonathan Taylor, maybe you can bet on yourself to hit free agency. But if I'm like, a, like look at a guy like James Robinson, a flash in the pan. Like, he didn't get drafted. He had one good year. He could have <laughs> went to the Jags and do what you're saying, which I think is a good idea. Like, hey, give me maybe like $20 million over the next three years. And he would have made fair. out like a bandit. Like, right. I think it just depends <laughs> yeah. on the running back.
1: But even Jonathan Taylor, JT, we talk about all the time. The team has the power. Look what's happening now. Jonathan Taylor, we need to see him before anything else now. So even if he is free agency. Jonathan Taylor, we do need to see you. We got got fantasy. He's riding on this man coming back. The franchise tag, right? So what good is that? (laughs) What's it matter? Bet on yourself early. Maybe you'll get to a second contract. Or you get franchise tag, and now you've got back-to-back franchise tags plus a three-year extension, you've got five years of guaranteed money.
2: Well, well, let's not dwell on JT too much because we're going to talk about him in a second, so I want you to save that. But I agree with you guys. I don't think they're underpaid, and the reason I think this is because I actually went through and looked at the salaries for all the top running backs in the league, I think like the top 20. And if anything, I noticed that there's just not a lot of really – elite, talented guys that play running back in the NFL. And the ones that aren't, they're getting paid. Like, if you look at all the guys that are making $10 million or above per year in the NFL that are running backs, that list of guys, you're like, hey, they, they're getting paid what they are worth. Like, the guys below that have no business making that much money. Like, I look at Naheem Hines making, like, $3 million this year. and He not even playing. And even if he did play, he wasn't going to be worth $3 million worth. So they do, they do get paid. So I don't think they're underpaid. Now, undervalued, I agree, because I think the game has gone to a passing league, like you guys have said. But I feel like that's just the word that's out there that everyone's just thinking, like, oh, running backs, we don't need them. Like, we could do it in a group. Like, they're going to get hurt. And the reality is everybody in the NFL gets hurt. Like, Joe Burrow's been hurt multiple times. And, like, nobody cares. They're going to give him $100 million. Lamar Jackson, I love the guy, but he's been hurt, too. They gave him $200 million. So, it's the NFL. Everyone gets hurt.
1: Now, how do I think they should fix? it? before you answer, can I can I push back a little bit? When no, you-, you say when you say underpaid, I don't think that they're arguing that the top backs are underpaid because they're not. But I yeah. think they're arguing they're underpaid with guaranteed money compared to the other positions. No, yeah.
2: that
1: that I can get with. But when you look at Definitely. some of the contracts
2: of the big guys, I mean, they're making out with a lot of they're making out a
1: lot of money on the guarantee side.
2: But don't they I have to know really what the contract is worth? Yeah. But,
1: but they really have to fight for it, and some of it, JT, is franchise tag, so it's really only one year of guaranteed money.
2: I mean, if we want, if we want to be honest, the real reason the running backs aren't getting the money is because their teammates are greedy. Like that's really what yeah. it is. They get, like, that's like, why I said the quarterbacks is, are like, like, and the receivers. That's why, why it ties
0: back in together that they're looking, Un- look at value. They undervalued. They're they're undervalued. undervalued. They're Dalvin Cook
2: could still is not be a top good. running back in the league, right? Y'all agree with that?
1: Probably. still yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: Okay. They they paid the tight end before they paid him. They haven't even paid JJ <laughs> yet. Like, they paid the tight end $17 million a year. You know what you could have did with that? And, like, oh, you got guys like, let's say, like, Daniil Hunter on that same team. They paid him his deal. He made 95% of the money already on that contract, negotiated to have his last year of the deal be low. And what does he do? He's like, I'm not showing up until you guys give me more money. They already paid you the deal that you negotiated. So they had to pay him twenty million dollars for one year, and now they can't pay anybody else. So, can I agree with you? It's the teammates they' being greedy, but to, yeah. to fix it, Don, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of this. I feel like we've maybe talked about this in some capacity before, but I'm gonna take it a, a step further with the CBA. I think the running backs. If I'm a running back, I'm going to my rep and saying, look. We got to find a way to negotiate the length of rookie contracts for running backs because that's the that's the biggest detriment to running backs is they come into the league and you're on that rookie deal for four to five years. Like that's longer than the average career span of an NFL player. The Really, the only way you're making money as a running back is your first round pick and you got that first round money or you just happen to make it to the end and someone signs you to a deal. The latter is becoming less and less likely to happen for running backs because if you're in the league for four to five years, they're going to look at stuff like, oh, how many carries does he have? Like this and that, how many games has he played? And then we'll just franchise him that last year and see if it works out. You got to find a way to get these
1: rookie deals to be shorter that are not first round contracts. But again, JT, I think you got to go through the CBA. Kendall Kendall would know better than us, but first round, like you're guaranteed four with a team option for five, second round, third round, four years minimum. Like that's what I'm saying. When you break out after the second year, that's where you come to them and say, hey, Hey. you know, the Colts last year when they got Matt Ryan, they thought, along with me, hey, we're going to the Super Super Bowl. Bowl. If I'm Jonathan Taylor, <laughs> I don't want to bring up old news. But if I'm Jonathan Taylor, last year's when I would have sat down and said, "Hold on a sec, hold on. You just brought in Matt Ryan to win a Super Bowl. What about paying your guy that you believe in? If not, I'm not showing up to training camp."
2: But what if? But what if it was this? Jonathan Taylor went in the second round of the draft. What if you assign contract links for running backs depending on what round they get drafted? Like, I if he was, but, let's say, if you're a round two pick. It, you Three years max, you can keep me on this rookie deal. And then it goes down as the rounds
1: get lower. But I understand that. That's great. But, JT, you got to wait till, like, 2030 when the CBA is up. Hey, look,
2: look, look. I'm thinking for the future. It's nothing JT, we can do. It's nothing I, we can it's, do it's, for it's JT now. That's a long for running time. Back, for, for a running, time.
1: running back, that's a very if, long time. If you're run. Jonathan Taylor, you're not worried about the 2030 CBA. You're trying to get the bag now.
2: <laughs> all right, so so you've been hinting at this. So we so let's just talk about him, Jonathan Taylor. Like, he's the man of the hour. Like everyone thought that he was gonna be traded by this self-imposed deadline they gave him until 4 p.m. on Tuesday. We all thought that you know it was gonna get done as he's gonna get trades. Maybe the dolphins. We heard the Packers kind of came in at the last minute, but in Jim Ursay fashion, they didn't do the trade and they placed him on the pup list, which puts him out for the first four weeks of the year. So Jonathan Taylor, and you know what. I'm going to go to Dom first because I know he's so passionate about this guy. He's out for the first four games on the pup, which means even if he gets traded, he can't
1: play. What should we expect from Jonathan Taylor this season? Well, I personally think he plays because he wants to increase his trade value for two reasons. One, so the Colts then are willing to deal him because they get what they feel is fair market value in return, right? If he balls out now – Teams may like your Dolphins give up a first round pick, or maybe they throw in Jalen Waddle. I, I don't. know. I'm just saying. So I think he plays to increase that because think about it. What does him sitting out do? He becomes a year older. He's, he's him still healthy. Off the, he's healthy. He's playing no, running back. You can't That's the most can position you can't say fresh because he's coming off an injury let me, ask you, let me ask you a question let me ask you
2: a question not football related oh man if i if i got mike tyson to punch you in the face <laughs> one day a week oh for 17 goodness. weeks or i let you sit
1: at home which one is gonna have you more rested but, but jt the question should be if the 50th punch or the first punch, which one knocks me out more likely, it doesn't matter. Out every punch, you can you out exactly. So him sitting out to be fresh has that that's irrelevant when you're coming off of injury. You need to get the rust out and you need to show you're worth the value. Pay so me for, for my rust removal. That's a service.
0: Pay me for my rust removal.
2: That's but, a service.
1: I, I agree with that. But Kendall, Kendall, if, Kendall, if you're a
2: GM, if if you're a
0: GM, oh, about, can, we go
2: Kendall? can you, can you, can you fight him back on this? Tell us, tell us, man, what what, what to expect from JT. Cause I feel like he just, he just, I don't want to hear him no more.
0: I think he's going to sit out personally. What's that going to, where's that going to get him? Where's that going to get him? He's going to be well rested. He came back from the injury. He's like a hot ticket but,
1: right now. He's the so top does, of he the play, town. does he play for the Colts again after he sits out? No, I think he's going to go somewhere else. But, Kendall, you think Jim Ursay, you know the NFL better. Jim Ursay seems pretty vindictive. You think that guy's going to let JT sit out and then trade him to a place where they'll pay him? No. He'll say, you know what, you can be a cult forever. We don't got to pay you, and neither are you going to get paid because we want Jalen Waddle in a first-round pick. And Miami will never give that to them <laughs> if he does not fall out and show up. I'm just saying we're dealing with Jim Irsay. Hey, I don't okay, know. Man. We've seen crazier things happen. So, hey. <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> that's so a Don lot to he's... Mr. Taylor. But
2: <laughs> Don thinks he's going to play. Kendall says no way. He about, to, he about to pull a tank job and sit out. I will say this. Don, I agree with you. I think he's going to play um, – but I don't think it'll be for the Colts. I think they're gonna find a trade partner for him because, really? to be honest with you, this is as high as his yeah, value. The been. only way be. I say
0: he does play is with another team. I should yeah. say that. Yeah. yeah Not I, playing I think- as the Colts. I'll just say that straight out.
2: So he's. You think he's done with the Colts?
0: Yeah, I think he's done with the Colts.
2: See, that's, that's why we bring him on. The man know what he's talking about. He's a genius. The man know. The man know about <laughs> football. But hey, I agree. that. With that is why he's <laughs> our expert. I think he gets traded because you got to think if you're the Colts and Jim Mersey his value is never going to be as guaranteed to be as high as it is right now because Mm -hmm. he plays a game for you, comes out, gets hurt again. (laughs) You kiss all that trade value goodbye. So I I think him not coming off the pup list clearly shows that the Colts want to trade him, but they want to get the right value without damaging their asset. And for Jonathan Taylor, I understand why he doesn't want to be there now because he sees the writing on the wall. First of all, you got to think, Jonathan Taylor until last year had never missed a game like not in high school, not in college. So this is like his first major injury, which is crazy to think about a guy playing running back that long. And he's never been hurt until now. And then I think he is not trusting the Colts a little bit because he got hurt. They brought him back too soon. They said he was fine. And then he got out there and got hurt again. So if I've never been punched before and you tell me like, Hey, go back out there, you know, Mike Tyson, that is lucky shot. He ain't going to hit you that hard again. And then I get hit hard again. I'm not going to trust you. So I think that's why he wants to leave the Colts. And he also sees the writing on the wall. He's going to come in there and be the punching bag for rookie quarterback's development. And when the time Anthony Richardson is ready to play, he's going to be too worn down to even matter on the open market. So if he sees the writing on the wall, exactly. Get me out of here. So I do think he'll get traded. I think it's either going to be the Dolphins or the Packers. And I think they'll get a deal done. I'm speaking this into existence for fantasy, obviously, but I think they'll get a deal done (laughs) by then.
1: Man, you guys. Guys, so optimistic about that. You forget we're dealing with Jim Ursa. Don't forget that. I know Jim
2: Ursa would rather spend money on a killer whale
1: than it's all for a running back. I get it. So let's introduce a new segment. JT wants to give this a try, specifically for this year's NFL preview show. Why you roll your eyes? I mean, it's true. So, Kendall, And to the fans and listeners out there, we like to call it the check down game. All right. He likes to
2: call it the check down
1: game. Yeah. Hey, quick little pass, check down, very safe. Hey, but it's entertaining, right? So (laughs) we'll read a question. Then we'll give you options, similar to like a multiple choice test for the answer. So the first question, Kendall, who has more pressure, Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson? So I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers because
0: there's a lot of hype going around the jets and this is first time not being on the Packers and it's, I'm not comparing the two quarterbacks before I say this, but it's kind of reminded me of the same hype that Brady had when he left New England and went to Tampa Bay because they were saying, Oh, Belichick is the one doing all this. It's not really Tom. So we're really going to see because Aaron's had issues with head coaches, players. He's literally almost cleaned that clean house in, Green Bay to tried to win, but it never really came for, to fruition. So they're definitely going to be looking for him to win big. And...
1: OK. yep, JT,
2: you agree? No, I, nah, I got to disagree. Even though I think the answers for this is close. It's close because, I mean, hard not to do that to you. and He's playing in New York. So, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like anywhere he goes, they're expecting that team to win the Super Bowl. So I agree with you on that pressure. But I'm just looking at Deshaun Watson, man. Like, you forget the Browns almost broke the NFL like open market paying this dude for him to come back. And now people saying he looked washed and you got to factor in people. don't. Even, some people don't even want to see him play based on what he did off the field before he came to Cleveland. I'm sorry. If the Sean Watson doesn't come out and play at an all pro or damn near all pro level this year, just watch how people are going to talk about him. Like, you're going to start seeing like this is maybe the worst contract in NFL history. So I think the pressure is all on him because he's got to play up. He's got to play up the talent on the field to save his on and off the field reputation. So I think the
1: pressure is on him for that reason. So, Kendall, see how, like, JT always tries to make me out to be the bad guy. But at least I'm honest with you. When I disagree with you, I tell oh, yeah. you. I don't try to come back and be like, well, I always got to agree with the expert. He just went against you. <laughs> so what happened, though? Everything you said, JT, like, oh, that's why he's the expert. Got to agree with him. <laughs> like, But, Kendall, I agree with you here because it's Aaron Rodgers. It's New York City and the New York media. That may be the most pressure in all of sports. Then you have the expectations, like, They're talking Super Bowl. Mike Greenberg every morning is on ESPN (laughs) National Television saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. And then he forced his way out of Green Bay. You can't do that and then show up and play like garbage. You can't. Deshaun Watson, he's almost forgotten at this point. Plus, he's already faced all that pressure over the past three years of the contract, you know that people not wanting him to succeed in Cleveland, like he's almost an afterthought. Like he—he he really is, and he plays in Cleveland. Like, like get over it. it it's I, know you, I know you <laughs> think Cleveland is relevant, but people paying attention to Deshaun. But I just disagree okay. with you. Okay. It's close though. Oh. It's close. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Kendall, sticking with that, who has more pressure, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? Um, I'll say Justin
0: Fields. Um, just being as he hasn't had much success because uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Trevor than Justin because, uh, you know, Trevor, he really started to come to himself uh, more so later on in the season last year because, I mean, they went to the playoffs. People really weren't expecting that. So um, I really think it's time for Justin to really get the Bears to win some games. Like, it's time. It's true. if if Trevor can do it with the Jags, he should be able to do it with the Bears. That's what <laughs> I'm Same caliber teams. J- JT may not agree. Let's let's see, JT. I guess I got to stay
2: true to myself. I disagree with you, even though you are the expert. I'm not going to dress it up. I'm not going to be nice about it. See, he's he making me do this. I don't disagree with you, and I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Did I do it right, Don? Is that the way I should have told it to him? No,
1: just don't come out and okay. say, oh, he's the expert. He is. You disagree with him. Like, He's he's family now, you know. That's, yeah, that's he, like, that's he, like yeah, you know, that's a doctor telling is. me to do something and I don't
2: think I shouldn't be like, I respectfully disagree, doc. This is what I'm thinking. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. not I'm not invalidating his opinion, but I I I do no, think you it's can do okay, you like it. I do, I do think it's Justin Fields for everything you said, and I think Justin Fields is dealing with the same thing Lamar Jackson dealt with. One people don't think he's a good quarterback, regardless of what he does, because he's a running quarterback and the limited success that he's had. And also, I think there's some people that don't think Justin Fields should be playing quarterback. So that's always hard for a guy like that to not have pressure. And now they bring in all this talent around him. And now I think people expect him to win. And the other reason why I'm picking Justin Fields is because I don't this is how I feel. I feel like people just don't care about Trevor Lawrence. I feel like there's just no pressure on him. There's no pressure. There's no height. For a guy that was this exactly. generational prospect and number one overall yeah. pick and has already Flavor. failed, I feel like people Flavor. just don't talk about him. Like, nobody's talking about Justin, like, nobody's talking about Trevor Lawrence. Like, I don't hear Flavor. him in any MVP discussions, I don't hear him as the next great quarterback. Like, everyone's talking about will Justin Fields <laughs> succeed or not. Nobody's talking about Trevor Lawrence, and he's yeah. the number one. Trevor pick. was number one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was like, he's but, like, so, that's why I feel like there's more pressure because nobody cares about Trevor.
1: <laughs> well, he is. It is because he's in Jacksonville. I mean, that plays a part why there's no pressure and he just took his team to the playoffs. but yeah, you guys are right. It's Justin Fields. And I look at it as the only thing that the only thing more than fighting for your job is your legacy. That's why I said Russell Wilson, but here Justin Fields is fighting for his job. Maybe his starting NFL quarterback career. Right. So like he already has all these doubters. If he doesn't come out and play well, he may not have a starting job next year. It's a shame if, for people to say that he shouldn't even be a quarterback. Like, come on. Like he was he was phenomenal at Ohio State. You know, he does he's done some really good things last year. Like that's and not he survived ridiculous. playing yeah. under Matt
2: Nagy. Like right. forget, like he he survived this man yeah. intentionally
1: trying to kill Plus, him. Plus the O line was the yeah, O so line was not cool. very good, so he survived yeah, yeah. physically <laughs> as, as well. That that alone should yeah. get him an MVP vote. I'm yeah. sorry. No, like injuries, if you yeah. if you survive
2: two right. seasons under Nagy, you should get some MVP votes. <laughs> Definitely.
1: <laughs> so, Kendall, last one of who has the more pressure, Brock Purdy or Josh Allen? Uh,
0: this is actually a kind of hard one. But like we briefly mentioned earlier, you know, the 49ers, they took away Trey Lance, and they're putting all the pressure on Brock. But also Brock, of course, was Mr. irrelevant, last pick of the draft. And the culture in the NFL, like as far as draft picks and things like that, Really, the only people that are like supposedly supposed to get to the second uh, contract are really people that are drafted in the first four rounds. So to be a seventh-round draft pick, the last pick at that, to be in a position to be a starter, like that's some major pressure. Like People weren't expecting him to be at this platform this early. So um, he definitely has that pressure because it's all on him right now.
1: I, I think JT agrees with you here because you mentioned it earlier. So, JT. Sorry, this is
2: how this is how he wants me to answer the question.
1: And that's why he's the expert. That's why we bring him on. That's why we listen to him
2: because the man knows what he's talking about. He couldn't have said a more correct answer than he just did. Yeah, it's Brock Purdy for all the things that I mentioned before previously. All the pressure's on him.
1: I agree with you guys. The only thing I'll add is the 49ers have shown – They'll move on from you. Jimmy G took them to a the Super Bowl. Hey, we're going to draft Trey Lance. Oh, <laughs> hey, Trey Lance, you can't play well. Here comes Brock Purdy. So, like, they show the, the cycle. <laughs> revolving door. And the yeah, funny thing yeah, is it's not going. done
2: yet because if Trey Lance does what I think he's going to do, Sam Darnold will be the next man up, and they're going to be throwing Brock Purdy to the no, side. Watch. I, I guarantee a, uh,
1: you uh, Sam, Sam Darnold you know, will start games this year for the 49ers. You, know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. All right, so the next question. <laughs> What is more likely to happen? We'll give you two scenarios. You tell us which is more likely to happen. All right. So what's more likely to happen? Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield starting more games this season?
0: Okay. I guess I'll take this one. Honestly, I would say Kyler Murray because in Arizona, he is their guy in Arizona. And, of course, Baker, he was competing with Kyle Trask up until the end of the preseason. So if you compete with somebody in the preseason, that means you're only a handful of mistakes away from getting replaced. I mean, that's how
1: it's it. JT?
2: Respectfully, I got to disagree with you. (laughs) No, because Kyler Murray was competing with somebody, management. And I'm sorry, Kyler Murray is never going to play again for the Arizona Cardinals. He's not going to play this year. They're already tanking. They're showing. Like, they, they cut Colt McCoy. They traded for Josh Dobbs, and now he's already the starter. This team is bad. It's a new coaching staff. They didn't, and a new front office. They didn't sign into the deal that he's under. And they got the number one and possibly number three or two picks next year in a quarterback loaded draft in Marvin Harrison Jr. Nah, Kyler Murray is not. Bro, playing think about it. Step. The
0: Cardinals have literally never gotten it right. Didn't they draft Josh Rosen number one overall and then drafted him number one overall and it just both did never panned out?
2: Yeah, so, so you should expect that the <laughs> Cardinals are going to be the best. They, they're, Kyle, there's no way Kyler Murray <laughs> plays this year. I'm sorry. Baker will at least start week one, and I know he'll do that. Kyler's not coming back.
0: All
1: right. Yeah, I think it's Baker Mayfield. He's not going to be as bad as everyone thinks. And the you know, Cardinals is. are trying to tank. Plus, even if he is the QB of the future, why rush him back from the ACL injury? Um, but I, I think Baker won't Baker, I should so I said Baker. Baker won't <laughs> be as bad as we all think. Um, so the next, bad as
2: we've seen him be, what's that? You mean he, he won't be as bad
1: as we've seen him be? Well, uh, he's had his moments too. Like he's, he you know. He's he's a good backup NFL quarterback that'll get you stretches of games. And the Tampa doesn't have a true starting quarterback, so it's going to be Baker.
2: John Tucker season.
1: What is more likely to happen? Patrick Mahomes repeats as MVP, or Daniel Jones throws twenty-five or more passing touchdowns. Keep
2: in mind, he threw fifteen last year. This King is a Kent. really
0: tough one, though. It, it is. Does. This has been the toughest. Because, honestly, dead series. I think Patrick Mahomes is the best offensive player in the NFL. I do. But Daniel Jones, he has some – starting to get him a little bit more help. Like, I think – I'm really big on um, Jalen Hyatt than the receiver that they got. I'm really big on him. So, I think he can make up those 10 touchdowns from the 15 that he threw last year. I think he can make up for that. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I guess I'm gonna go with um, Danny Dimes. You going, Danny Dimes? Yes, hey, I, I throw <laughs> I a, yeah, I'm going, dangerous. Danny Dimes. I like you. Hey, that.
1: that's why Kendall's not scared to, to
0: live it. every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, why not roll the dice? <laughs> All right, I like it, JT. Hey,
2: what what do they call it when you're betting and it's like it's even? What is that called? You. What do you mean? Like, a like, like, like that? Like, like, the odds pick-em? aren't anything. It's like what they call it, like a push or something. Like when you bet on two teams. Well, the, well, a pickem would be
1: like 50-50.
2: The yeah, push this, is this, a, this is a pickem.
1: Honestly, yeah. I
2: can see both of these things happening. Yeah, I can see, I, I can see Daniel Jones throw for twenty-six touchdowns and Patrick Mahomes winning the MVP. I feel like it's the same odds, but if I have to pick one, I'm gonna go with Mahomes winning the second MVP because he's the type of guy they would give he's multiple MVPs team. to. Even if he didn't play as well as he did the previous season, but just I don't know, off I think, <laughs> yeah, I think twenty-five <laughs> touchdowns might be a lot for, for Daniel Jones to even get to, much less surpass. That means he had to throw at least ten more touchdowns than he did last year. The only person they gave him was Darren Waller, and I mean he ain't guaranteed to play all seventeen. So I'm going with Mahomes winning another
1: MVP. Yeah, if money if money's on the line, I'm going Mahomes because I've seen it before from him. So yeah. I'll, I'll go Mahomes. Just for that reason of money on the line. All right, next one. What is more likely to happen? Lamar Jackson plays all 17 regular season games, or Tua plays all 17 regular season games. King Ken. This is interesting. All right, JT. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna apologize beforehand. <laughs> hey,
1: don't apologize to him. You don't, and do the man got, respect, don't man.
0: He got respect. Man got respect. Let him do his thing. We just apologize. Say, say. He's gonna show you, he's gonna show you how you should carry yourself on the
2: show. He said he's going to apologize. But, Let
0: the man speak. The thing about it is, I would have went with Tua, but the thing about it, if he gets like one more concussion, he should be done. He Honestly, he should have been done last year, in my opinion. But I know he has some things to prove, and I know he's going to be pretty hungry coming out this year, but Lamar got the bag. Like he has to, he has to perform now. Like he got the bag. Like, regardless of what type of spring he got, like they're going to tape him up like hey, he did Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl <laughs> with that ankle. They're going to tape him up. He said, because they got to get that, they're going to get that money out of him one way or another. Like they, they going to throw, they're going to get a juicer and squeeze, they gonna squeeze that uh, contract out of him. So I think they're going to make him play those games.
1: <laughs> that's that's good. I, that's good. You got to make sure that's a clip, JT. That's a clip I got you, for, for I got Instagram. You. JT, wh- who do you got?
2: I got to agree with him for two reasons. One, like, I think Tua is just one hit away from them having to be overcautious. And I'm sorry, I've watched the Dolphins this offseason. That O-line is not better. So I know they're teaching them how to fall better, but I'm sorry. If you get <laughs> hit, you're going to fall the same way. And Lamar, they paid him the bag, like kid said, but guess what they did? They're like, all right, we're going to protect our investment. We're going to go out and get you a coach that will make you pass the ball more. So I think you're going to see him run less and pass more, that's why he's going to play more games than Tua. Like I don't think there's
1: any way Tua makes it through the season without missing games. Yeah, I think it's Lamar. Uh, as King King not say it again, what are they going to get out of Lamar? What are they going to do? Are they going to squeeze? Are they
0: going to get a women's squeezer? <laughs> <laughs> and get I'm that
1: gonna, money out of them. They got to. Yeah, that new contract, there's good vibes out in Baltimore. I, I think He's he's invested. They're invested. He plays all 17 regular season games. For Tua's sake, I hope he does as well. But I, if I had to pick one of the two, it'd be Lamar. All right, King Ken, Atlanta Falcons talk a little bit. Bijan Robinson wins the rushing title, or Nick Chubb wins it. Which is more likely? I mean, Bijan's
0: like a rookie. I would like for him to win it, but like Nick. Chubb is just a vet, and he's been consistent like for so long. I really don't think he's gonna knock off Nick Chubb. Like I don't.
1: Okay. Nick Chubb is like he's a workhorse. Yeah, yeah. he is definitely. So, <laughs> JT, you gonna go with your guy? Yeah, and I'm I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna use common sense on this one. It's gonna be Nick Chubb for two reasons. The one is the Browns only have three running backs on their roster, and one of the running backs is a small pass catching back that they just traded for. So what that tells me is they're not planning to take Nick Chubb off the field, which be exactly that man gonna eat. And then you look at Bijan's situation, he's talented and a rookie, but he got one of the best backups in the league in Algier running behind him. Like, you don't think Algier, who had a thousand yards as a rookie, is just not going to get any touches? And then they still got Cordero Patterson, who could still, you know, spell him and take away carry. So I just think it's just opportunity and talent for Nick Chubb. And I don't think Bijan has that same opportunity.
1: So I would pick Chubb to
2: have more rushing yards.
1: I'm going to go Bijan. He's younger, plays in an easier division defensively, and they're going to feed him to help their young quarterback, Desmond Ritter. So I'll buy the hype. I'll go with him. Plus, I don't want to pick a Cleveland guy to ever win anything. So <laughs> oh, Hold on. Before,
2: before you go on, Mike Regina says, I would definitely trade all my draft picks for Nick <laughs> Cup. Yes, we know, we know because you've already done this and you You have set the league back a decade by trading multiple first round picks for Nick Chubb. So when people write in comments like this and guys are like, yeah, he would never do that. This guy would. He did. Mike Regina, we love you. Thank you for listening. But yes, this is this. This is not something I would do, but he definitely he's all in on Nick Chubb. So he believes that Nick Chubb will lead the league in rushing.
1: You know, Mike Regina, great guy. He's not he's not lying there with his statement you know, JT, what I can't stand is I've offered so many deals for that guy. I've made him great offers. And then he turns around and makes a trade with you. I can't believe it. Anyway.
2: Hey, look, man. So, maybe, maybe it's not me. Maybe it's you. Because you try to talk bad about me doing all these trades. And people just trade with me all the time. You know, maybe I'm not as unlikable as you would
1: like people to think.
2: You ever think about that? I think people are waking up, man.
1: They're fooled. They're fooled. All right. So what is more likely to happen, Kendall? The Jets miss the playoffs or the Dolphins miss the playoffs?
0: <clears throat> I'm gonna go with the Dolphins because I just don't see them win. The thing about it, I just don't see them winning those games to get into the playoffs. I just don't. I just don't right now. I know they, of course, they have um Cheetah and they have Waddle, but honestly, I don't think that's enough because, like, hey, I didn't say this, so don't shoot the messenger. Y'all said the <laughs> offensive line wasn't like that. And you were looking in the preseason and during training camp, so... Man, you, you
2: know that offensive line not good. You, you ain't like, oh, you saw the Dolphins. You're like, I just couldn't see anything from the offensive line. You know. You're an <laughs> offensive lineman. You have watched them. You know we don't have a good offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> Trying try to be nice about it. I'm guessing, JT, you don't agree with him. No, I don't. Because the Dolphins have shown they can make the playoffs with this team that they have. And they're only going to get better. Like, they've added more talent and... Jonathan Taylor could be on the way. Like, like, oh how could goodness. I how could I say they're not going to make the playoffs? So here's the thing with the Jets, though. That team is basically the same team they had last year. The only addition is Aaron Rodgers, which is a big addition. But Aaron Rodgers, let's be real. Like, he's not enough to just take a team to the playoffs anymore. I don't think he is. The only player that is upgraded on that team from last year is we think Garrett Wilson's going to get better. For this team to make the playoffs. I'm telling you right now, Garrett Wilson will have to become a top five wide receiver in the NFL because everything else is going to regress. The defense is not going to play as good just out of sheer just numbers like they're not going to play as good last year as they were as they were last year. Brees Hall's not the same as he was last year. Dalvin Cook, the open trade market and free agency market, told us that he is washed. And we acting like the Jets don't have a a terrible offensive line, too. Like their left tackle can't even play three games in a row since he got into the league. I love Makai Beckett, but hey, he's I mean, a big boy.
1: Hey. yeah, he's
2: a big boy. Aaron Rodgers, you watch hard knocks; he's just like, hey, look, man, just just sit down, relax. We need you for the games. Like you got <laughs> Randall Cobb out there running routes, like that just tells you the depth issues that the Jets have. Like I just don't see it. Like I love Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think he's enough to overcome and make this team be better than they were last year.
1: I'm going to agree with Kendall here. It's the Dolphins. It's just one of those gut feelings when everything looks great in peaches and roses or peaches and cream for the Dolphins, that's when it goes south real quick. And listen, I know that when JT here, all right, thinks the Dolphins got a really good team, they've improved, they're going to make the playoffs, sure thing. That's when I know the Dolphins are in trouble because the expectations are high and they're going to be let down. It's this just the, is the team that the you said were the next
2: were the next Cincinnati Bengals just that, like 10 months ago.
1: <laughs> that was last year, yeah. And, and they were. They were. If Tua doesn't get hurt. So, all right, next one. Uh-oh, I'm scared to ask this one. Hey, Kendall, JT wrote this one. Don't get upset with me. JT wrote this one. What is more likely to happen? Sauce Gardner has a sophomore slump or Tariq Woolen has the sophomore slump? Well, you already know my
0: answer, <laughs> so I'm just going to explain my answer. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, of course, Sauce, he's, really, he's riding really high right now, of course, and like I was saying, also, he's practicing daily against Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, so he's staying sharp, you know what I'm saying? Of course, Woolen, you know what I'm saying, he's practicing with DK and guys like that and Geno, but, like, uh, there's a lot of hype swirling around the uh, Jets, along with Sauce, and he's a key component to that team. So um, I think he's still going to ride high. Um, I'm really like his career is kind of reminding me kind of similar to how Jalen Ramsey was, like how he was just like those first couple years, like he was going, 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 like he was everywhere. So that's um. so I'm going to go ahead and stick with Sauce on this one.
1: So no, you're well, saying, I mean, no, I'm saying you're saying we understand. We're good. Right. Yes. will have the, the sophomore slump. JT. Yeah.
2: Man, first of all, <laughs> 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 what you're not going to do is disrespect the Seahawks receivers. Because last <laughs> time I checked, South <laughs> Gardner also going up against uh, Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, Lawrence Cager, and a bunch of guys that I didn't know existed until I watched Hard Knocks. Hey, Look, Tariq Ulan, going system. against DK, Lockett, and, and JSN who put people in a blender. Like, so I'm DK honestly not- I gotta say sauce right. for a couple reasons. One is the dude won defensive rookie of the year. So what's the next step for him? Like he's he's gotta be he's gotta be all pro again. It's hard to be all pro back to back in the league, like it just is. And I'm sorry, I saw I don't know if you saw this play, but Jets played the Giants. I'm sorry but Jalen Hyatt gave him that work. If he had a quarterback throw him that ball <laughs> hey we'd be like yo what's wrong with sauce because hey Jalen Hyatt has sauce roasted. <laughs> two bad throws saved him but that's just the difference I think between sauce and woolen where I think sauce was good so quick because he's already pro ready and he's a he's an amazing all-around player techniques second to none but he don't have that crazy athleticism and size that woolen has and I think that's why he'll continue to get better. I think Sauce is going to have the slump, but I don't think either of them is going to have a bad season. I'm, I'm going, yeah. I'm going, well, I think he's going, he's going to show something this year, man. So
1: Kendall, see, you shouldn't apologize to JT ever, but I'll apologize to you because I'm going to go against you here. I think it's Sauce Gardner with the sophomore slump. He's got to face Diggs twice. He's got to face either Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle twice. Oaf. So that's no, Oaf. that's no, well, both. So no matter what side of the field they put sauce both. on, you've got to cover one of them, right? So that's twice a year. I, I think that's difficult. And there's a lot of hype around the Jets' defense. And I think JT was on something where when you get that much hype and you've already had such a good year, it's tough nowadays with free agency and coaches literally 24-7 with film to be able to repeat that sort of year. And I think they'll find some weaknesses with that defense. Which may or may not expose Sauce Gardner, not because of anything he does, but just the way they can attack that defense. So, I'm sorry, but I'm and, going and, go
2: and to agree to this.
0: disagree. So. <laughs> well, I'll also add
2: on to what he's saying, though. Here's the thing that we're not talking about too. Let's say Aaron Rodgers comes in and does what he's supposed to do. That means the Jets are scoring more points, and that yeah. defense is on the field in more high-pressure situations. Like well, that's, that's what happens to Jalen Ramsey. Like the Rams are always scoring points; those games are high-scoring. And look, sometimes he's shutting them down. The next play, he's he's giving up right. a, a eighty
1: yard bomb. Only takes one play for the cornerback to look bad, even if he's had a great, you know, even if he's had a, a great game. So, so we did uh, we did
2: mention a Giants player, but I want to say this yeah. comment. Chris Walker says people are sleeping on the Giants. Look at the defensive moves they are making. I mean, yeah, I, 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 Giants, Giants could be it, good. It. I mean, yeah, I don't think Daniel Jones is going to throw twenty five plus touchdowns, but I mean, <laughs> they are going to win. They made the playoffs. <laughs>
1: Man, any, any shot, any time he gets a chance, Kendall, to take a shot at Danny Dimes, JT doesn't. it. All right, so last one of the more likely to happen. Ron Rivera is fired midseason or Todd Bowles is fired midseason?
0: <laughs> hey, man. Honestly, if the Dolphins don't come out swinging, they're going to have to let go of O'Ron, and that's the only way. So that's what I'm going to go with. You mean what you- – you mean Washington? Yes, yes, I'm at I'm tripping. Got you. But run yes, I'm gonna go with Ron.
1: I mean, listen, it's it's understandable because we've been talking about JT's dolphins this whole show. It's it is kind of sickening. So JT just staring at the hat. It's just like,
0: <laughs> it's like ties. Yep, yep. It's
1: working. It's working. What what's more likely to happen, JT?
2: Sorry, man. I, I love Todd Bowles, but he got to go. It's, it's going to be him for for a couple of reasons. One, the main difference between the Bucks and the Commanders is the Commanders have no quarterback contingency plan. Their plan is the twenty twenty four NFL draft. So the reason why they'll get him up out of there is, look, we can't have that a Lovey Smith situation from last year happening where you out there. The last few weeks of the season, trying to rah-rah these guys up to win a game is going to cost us a chance to get Caleb Williams. So they're going to get him out of there just so that don't happen. And the commanders, yeah, the commanders are in a different situation because, yes, they're bad, but they got a quarterback that may have enough talent that they might want to evaluate. Because if Sam Howell is as good as we think he's going to be and what the, you know, Twitter says he is, that means that Ron Rivera is going to actually try to win. And if he's, if Sam Howell is good, they're going to win some games. Trying to tell me if Ron Rivera got this quarterback drafted, he performs well. And let's say they go like eight and eight or nine and eight. Like you're trying to tell me they're gonna fire Rivera? Like that means they're gonna be 500 all season. And it's not like they need to tank to get a quarterback in the draft. So for that reason alone, I think Ron Rivera's job is a little bit safer. We're like bulls, like if I was him, I would just quit now. I'd be like, yo, Byron, call the plays, pay me my money that you owe me, and I'm out. Like, because y'all not gonna have me sitting here like in an embarrassment all season. Like they 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 have to tank. Pay me that
0: buyout. That's what JT. Pay me that buyout. I'm going home. (laughs) Mr. Um, Walking out. (laughs) (laughs) So coach, I'll see. (laughs) Exactly. I'll be
2: on the beach just like him. I got my my settlement money. I'm walking the beach. I'm talking to everybody.
1: Everybody.
2: And you're what? I said I'm saying I'm walking the beach and I'm just talking to everybody because I got buyout money. (laughs)
1: So you bring up a good point about Bulls end of the year trying to, to rally the troops and they end up winning. So that's a good point. I just think that Washington will actually be pretty good And with the new ownership. I don't think they want to rock the boat. So if they do make a move, it'll be at the end of the year for Washington because of the new the new ownership. Um, and, you know, I, I got to give credit to Coach Cass, Coach Connor Cassidy here, our college football <laughs> expert. I think he brought it up that, you know, was Bulls Tom Brady's guy. And Brady's not there anymore, so if they struggle early on, maybe Bowles is gone because Tom Brady's not there to save them. Man.
2: So. Well, I, I think I agree with that, but I think Bowles is Bruce Arian's guy, too, which is he's still, like, in the front office, I think, so that would be kind of difficult to see what happens. But, I mean, yeah, if they're bad, he's going to be gone. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I can get behind
1: that. <laughs> that was right. it, JT. Right,
2: yeah, I'm don't just, miss I'm
1: your cue. Come on, look, bro. I'm
2: not. Look, 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 look. Look, we've been giving so many predictions. I'm tired, man. Can I at least can I catch my breath and take no, a break, man? I, no, they don't pay you to catch your breath. <laughs> they don't pay me <laughs> at all. So, <laughs> so you guys already know what time it is. Every year we do this annual show, we do a prediction segment. So this is what's going to make or break us. So, King Ken, you, you can't hide from the smoke either. We're going to go through the NFL awards, and we're going to pick them out. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about a team. So we talked about us uh, on the show earlier. We talked about this every year. Like who are the next Cincinnati Bengals? So last year I picked the Jaguars, so I'm gonna put them in this category too. So we've seen a team break out, come out of nowhere, have this super superstar season. Bengals, Jags. Who is going to follow that path this year that we haven't seen yet?
0: Um, I know we've been talking about them a lot, but I'm gonna go with the Jets. Like no. They have a. Hey, they have hey, They have a couple pieces around them.
2: Man, hard nuts got you out hype. here just
0: buying no. all, all the <laughs> hype. <laughs> I look, I'm insane. Like, they got the defense. They got Aaron. Like, I think they can make something shake. And like I said, who would have thought the Jaguars? I mean, outside of you, but who would have thought the Jaguars? I appreciate they... that. See that's, see,
2: that's why you oh, always welcome man, on this man, show, Outside man. of you. segment segment's already hey, terrible. Hey, man, hey, flattery will get you everywhere on this show. Oh, I, I appreciate you.
1: Worst segment of the show. Don, who you got? Uh, Washington. I got the commanders, man. I'm, I'm all in. They got new ownership, new OC, new quarterback. Ron Rivera, you know, he's not, like, an all-time great coach, but he's solid. He's taking teams to the playoffs. Like, he can get he's the just job done. fishing with a new engine, but I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, but he's had less
2: talent over the years to work with. We can go back and look at that. But you're going, going to Commanders?
0: To yeah. yeah. I yeah.
2: You know what's <laughs> funny? I was, I was setting you up to give you credit. Because I thought you were gonna pick this team because you talked me into this about three months ago, and I'm gonna, I, I, I'm seeing the light. I'm gonna stick with it. It's the Atlanta Falcons. I, I think You're, this is hey, a, I can get behind this. this, this no, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with you because I made I made that pick based okay. on first of all, I thought the Panthers would get Derek Carr. They did not, and I thought the Panthers would just make better offseason moves, and they have not. The Falcons doing everything that I thought the, the, the that the Panthers would do. And I'm coming around. I'm seeing the light. I think the Falcons are going to be that team for everything that I picked the Jags for last year. Bad division, ascending quarterback, ridiculously young talent on that team. I think the coach knows what he's doing. He's pretty damn good. And that division is easily winnable. Like they're going to be in shootouts basically every division game indoors on Sunday. So I'm going with the Falcons.
1: JT, it's funny. I had them written down too. I didn't know which way I wanted to go. I didn't. I did have Atlanta. My I get what you're doing. You're
2: you're you're trying you're trying to manifest this whole Sam Howell MVP thing. I get
1: it. I, I you've been all, you've been no doing this for a couple months. Team. Now. But this but game. this is the thing, Kendall. And again, I know he's a Cincy guy. Trevor Lawrence had a whole year under him, even though it was under Urban Meyer. He had a whole year of starting games. Desmond Ritter did it or doesn't. That would be my only concern, but. I had Elena written down too. Game I mean, time. Sam Howell started one game. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know who to go with here. But this man act like Sam Howell was
2: out there <laughs> playing all seventeen. He played one game. It didn't matter. <laughs> At least Desert Ritter had some games that actually counted, man. All right, so of course. Hey Chris, look, we're gonna acknowledge you. The Giants. But I guess they, they don't count because they 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 broke out last year. They made the playoffs. They made the playoffs, yeah. Uh, but but we'll but we'll put the Giants up there with this. So it's Giants, Falcons for me, Commanders for Don. And Ken, you want to say yours one more time for the fans at home? <laughs> the Jets, man. The Jets, man. The man watching the hard knocks. All right. So let's go to the, the award predictions. I'm gonna give you an award. Tell me who's gonna win it. Let's start with the big boy, MVP. Ken, who you got?
0: Uh, I'm going past three. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, a, that's probably the
1: safest choice. you running it yeah, back.
2: Man. Two in a row? All right. I said safest choice.
1: Man, I'll tell you, the past 20 years, 17 of the winners have been quarterbacks, so you got to go quarterback. I'm going to go Justin Herbert.
2: Damn, you stole my answer. I'm going Herbert, too. <laughs> I just think it's his time, man. I, I see yeah. him doing special things this year. All sure. right, Offensive Player of the Year. Let's have some diversity here. Come on, let's not all pick the same answer.
1: Uh, I'm going Jenna's, Justin Jefferson. Ooh. I've got I'm gonna go Herbert's teammate, Austin Eckler.
2: All right, I'm going Jamar K Jamar Chase. I think he got that 2K season loading, man. We're gonna see what's up. Uh defensive player of the year. <laughs> so <Soft start. laughs> <laughs> hey man, look, 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 hey man, I now I know for sure you got an HBO Max account, man. Let me get the login. <laughs> Are you crazy. I've only seen one episode of nah, nah, it's, it's so no way you only see now. one episode, man. You, you got you got that running 24-7
0: over. in your house right now. Promise. I know this for a fact. No, true story. I've only seen the first
1: episode of Hardnox. <laughs> well, I'm go- I'm gonna be a homer here. I'm going TJ Watt. Going TJ Watt.
2: Damn, we did
1: this because last I'm year. year. Picking the same defensive player of the year. <laughs> but last year we were right.
2: We picked Nick Bosa. I'm going TJ Follow Watt me. too. Follow me, bro. Nah, nah. I said Nick Bosa first, but I'm hey. following you this year because it's your guy. So I'll give you credit. I think TJ Watts going to break the sack record that he tied. Really? I, I, okay. I, I think he's I think he's going to do it. I think it's set up for
1: him to do it. So I'm going as, with him. As, as our guy Kendall likes to say, I can get down with that. I could get down with him <laughs> breaking that record.
2: Kendall, tell him to not ever do that again. All right, so offensive rookie of the year. It sounds know, so much mean? better
1: when Kendall said
2: that's why he only allowed you got to say
0: <laughs>
2: Kendall. You got this, you got this man acting funny over here to the right. <laughs> offensive so,
1: rookie, who you got? Uh, I got B. John Robinson. All right. Hold on, Kendall. How are you gonna say Nick Chubb wins the the rushing title? CJ Stroud the no. best quarterback, ro- rookie quarterback. No. And then not go with CJ Stroud. I got CJ Stroud. But Back it is, up. Back it up. But his
0: team is the reason. But the thing about it, his
1: team is the reason why he won't be able exactly. Player. He's gonna throw it a lot. They're gonna be behind in a lot of games.
2: I don't I don't agree with his process, but I agree with his answer. Kendall, you're right. It's gonna be B. John Robinson. <laughs> this, this man is set up to be the next Barry Sanders, according to everybody. Um, defensive rookie of the year. I think this is where we're gonna have some variation. So Kendall, who you got? let can you can you give us a sauce gardener type player this year and call this defensive rookie of the year?
0: Uh, Will Anderson, honestly, I think he could've started in the NFL as a junior at Alabama. So I think he's gonna make some noise when he steps on the field. I've gotten the chance to go to a few practices and
1: seen him uh live eye, so He's definitely Yo. nice. Hey, can you get us some field passes for uh Texans practices? Hey, just give, um, me a <laughs> give me, give <laughs> me a Will Anderson jersey. jersey. That's all I need. I don't even need I don't even need to be there. Just send me my jersey. I mean, Will Anderson, great answer, Kendall. He's the odds on favorite, according to Vegas. I'm gonna go a little bit out of the box. Um, I'm gonna go Christian Gonzalez. I'm, i I like them in the draft. Um, I'm gonna go Christian Gonzalez, cornerback.
2: I like those picks. I I would love to pick Will Anderson. Only thing is, I feel like when you play that position, you gotta you gotta come out the gate getting like 12, 15 sacks, man. Like, I don't know if Will Anderson will be able to do that his first year. I'm gonna take an unconventional approach too. I'm gonna take uh Jack Campbell, linebacker for the Lions. I think he's gonna be their leading tackler. And he's gonna have a lot of opportunity to tackle because the Lions are gonna be in hella shootouts. So yeah, I mean, he could be a top 10. Guy in tackles at the end of the season, so that's usually a guy that will be in the running for defensive rookie of the year, so I'm going to go with him. Um, Ooh, interesting. Coach of the year. I should have won this last year because it was him, but I don't think he won. I don't, I don't think Sariani won Coach of the Year. Who won Coach day, of the Year last year? Dayball. Dayball day right. won. But I thought Sariani should have won, so that was my pick last year, so I'm I'm running it back with the with the risky pick. But Kendall, who's your pick for Coach of the Year?
0: <laughs> well, I think the Chiefs, they've been really good. They've looked good in the offseason, also. So, if they can get back to the Super Bowl, I think Andy should win. Ooh, okay. If they can get back, he should win. Because if they get back, I mean, the odds in winning are pretty I mean, that does odd.
2: make a lot of sense,
0: though. <laughs> yeah, if they can get back and win, they should have every award. And I mean, if they can go back to back, I mean, they'll get everything. What is that to talk Payton, about? MVP. Like, what? You know what like, what's that <laughs> like, where are we at?
2: All right, all right, Andrew, I can get down with that. Don, who you got?
1: So JT, you're going Sirianni?
2: No, no, no I'm just saying I'm going um, with the Sirianni type pick.
1: Oh, okay. I'm I'm gonna go with Arthur Smith because even though I picked Washington, that doesn't mean I didn't also have Atlanta. I, I think he's like, it's like if it doesn't Smith,
2: mean Atlanta. I can't cover my ass and pick
1: Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna get them to the playoffs, and I think people because he's doing it with that specific team. It's kind of like what Brett, Brian Daybolt did, kind of what Doug Peterson did. So I'm, I'm going agree with Arthur with Smith. We got the same
2: answer. And I think people forget they almost got to the playoffs last year with the worst quarterback play in the league. So I'm excited to see what they can do this year. So Arthur Smith is also my pick for coach of the year. Um, so we're going to skip over comeback player of the year because I'm I, we all know it's going to be DeMar Hamlin.
1: Like, shout out. Right? Shout out to DeMar Hamlin. Great yeah. to see him on the field. Glad to see
2: him back. Hope he stays healthy this year. Definitely looking to see him continue his career and do big things. So that's all of our picks for comeback of the year is DeMar. All right, so here are the tough questions. Kendall and I were talking about this backstage, trying to iron out the kinks with it. So we're going to go each conference, AFC, NFC, seven playoff teams that will get in. Let's start with the AFC. Kendall, who are your seven teams that are in from the AFC?
0: So let me go – Bengals, Jets, Ravens, Bills, Chiefs, Colts, and Steelers. Ooh,
2: because <laughs> he didn't even pick the Steelers. i will i bet he didn't pick the Steelers. Hey,
1: you ain't picking... pick them. Take,
2: take, take the
1: jacket off. You didn't. Are, even pick are we doing AFC or is he going to do NFC? Can you? Can no, no, you no we're going to go AFC. Then go yeah. NFC. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to do it one
0: that time. You want me to go AFC? Yeah, we're going to
1: do AFC first, and then we'll do NFC. So I've got Buffalo, Baltimore, Kansas City, Pittsburgh the chargers jacksonville and new england
2: all right i got chiefs Bengals, chargers jags dolphins ravens and bills all right we'll see how this ends up don write all these down and then send them to me so i don't have to go back and pull all
1: the data you're Uh, supposed to be the data guy too late i didn't write it down you have to go back and listen
0: all right so kendall nfc seven teams in uh Giants, Bucks, <laughs> Ravens, Vikings, Eagles, 49ers, and Bears. Okay. I think Justin's like going to put that fire under him. I think he Ooh. might get You had the Bucks and the Bears.
2: Wow. So, so clearly he don't think our Falcons thing is going to work. <laughs> so Tom hey, Bowles is not getting like... fired. Yo, Tom, Tom Bowles, hey, look, man, Kindle said <laughs> you're going to have a job in 2024 with the Bucks. <laughs> Damn. Hey, I like you it. Win division. You went in the division. Division. I mean, they, I mean, they could do it. They could do it. That division's not
1: not not winnable, unwinnable for anybody. Sure. I've, I've got Philly. I'm going New Orleans out of the south. San Francisco, Green Bay out of the north. And then Washington, Dallas, Atlanta. All right. I like that.
2: I got Atlanta as well. I got the 49ers. I got the Cowboys. I got the Eagles. And I got the Seahawks. And then my two surprise teams are the Packers and the Bears.
1: Well, I had the pack. I had the Packers as well. I had Washington. So each of you have the Bears, and I ended up going Washington. There. All right, perfect.
2: All right. Sam you House. said you had
1: Atlanta, JT. You had Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Falcons.
2: Yeah. All right. All right. Here's where we make the money. <laughs> who makes it to the Super Bowl and who wins it?
0: Kendall. <clears throat> I know I said earlier that the Chiefs go back. No, no, you can't
2: go back on this. They got to be in
0: there. Hey, honestly, I think the Bengals had such a sour taste in their mouth from that game. I think they're going to beat the Chiefs, and they're going to get there. And they're going to play the Eagles. Okay. And I think it's time for Cincinnati to win. It's time. Wow. Wow! It's time. All right, he, hey. he he
2: he he might not bring you back after picking the pick, Ooh. but I figured this might happen. <laughs> I figured this. I figured he might. I figured somebody was going to say that. I'm just. Ma- I'm just making sure, hey, man.
1: That Who, hey, that's fine. He, he agree, man. That's this fine. Is. This is much better what I have on. But I tell you one thing. I don't think if you guys noticed it, I didn't pick them to get to the playoffs. Did not pick them to get to the playoffs. I
2: wanted to be. I wanted to not pick them because I think
1: we we, we did that last it, year. It's too it's, tough of a – listen, this is why. Too tough of a division. It's tougher this year. You don't have a rookie in Kenny Pickett. Deshaun should be better. Cleveland offense should they got be better. Lamar should play all 17 games. I'm sorry, but if you're getting hurt first day of training camp, is I'm he really hurt though? No, I, t- t- I
2: think t- it's I t- think it's t- like a, a oh, oh 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 my contract listen, extension is hurting. Listen, like, no, I don't know man. if he's really hurt. This man. is what's oh,
1: gonna no. happen. It's going to take him two, three, four weeks to really be the Joe Burrow Cincinnati offense. They can't afford that this year in that division. You just can't. I love how teams are like people on the national media, are like hey man,
2: oh, hey, get get over it. He picked the Bengals. It's okay. He picked the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Who do you have? I, I've got Still.
1: Buffalo San Francisco with Buffalo winning.
2: All right. I'm a, I'm a shock the world. I got two teams that nobody has. I got these guys versus the Cowboys. The Cal- Cowboys <laughs> I got Where's these guys me versus me the Cowboys. Today, I'm a, I'm a, I, I think that's
1: the end of the show, Kendall. I, think <laughs> I, got, I got these weekend. guys versus the Cowboys. Hey,
2: look, look, I called the Super Bowl last year. If y'all don't remember, I almost got it if it wasn't for Brock Purdy blowing up his elbow in the NFC Championship game. Because I had the Chiefs versus the 49ers last year. Did I not?
1: So, to the fans and listeners out there, ain't Kendall, you now see what I got to put up with. He just said, "I called it last year." Remember? He's like, "Well, if this would have happened and that would have... Listen, man, the Colts <laughs> would have made the Super Bowl." If the Colts Matt didn't Ryan even make the really playoffs. Well, if Jonathan, <laughs> the Colts Taylor didn't even hurt, make the playoffs. We're good.
2: That's why they're running back. The running backs at home now, and the coaches are fired because <laughs> they didn't even make the playoffs. But no, I got the Ravens versus the Cowboys, and you know what? I I, I think he's due. I think I think the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. I think it's Lamar's time. I think he's gonna get it this year. Well, I, love it.
0: I would love it for Lamar. I would personally.
1: I, I nothing against Lamar. I would not like to see that because it's Baltimore. So you pick Cincy, he picks Baltimore. You know what? I may not have either of you on the show next year. For the
2: hey, cool. We can just do this thing without you. So hey, Kendall, I hit you up next week. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, we'll parlay. Yeah, I got you, man. We'll, we'll, we'll need him. Man, you even know, know I want to take your ass off the studio you right now. Don't Let you
1: don't me. even know, let's, know let's what a, a parlay. Let's get a test run in.
2: Let's get a test run of what the show will be like without him. We remove him.
1: (laughs) It would definitely not be as entertaining. I'll tell you that.
2: All right. So (laughs) I like those picks. We'll post them.
1: So, Kendall, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do weekend predictions college edition. So just JT and I are going to pick up. We we already have Coach Cassidy's picks, which we'll give. But what we're going to do for you, Kendall, is off the set next week, we will get your NFL predictions all year. So each week, we'll come to you. We'll post them. We're going to keep track of them. Because at the end, you're going to be held accountable. Which three right. of us had the best percentage?
2: Hey, man, right. he ain't been held accountable for three years, man. He's been <laughs> be so bad at this. Now he want the world to know how bad he is at this. Don't don't feel no pressure, people. Hey, you ain't got nothing to worry about.
1: The spreadsheet might get accidentally deleted if my percentage is not the best. He's going to be right. like
2: two if and 12 start
1: off. He'll be like, all right, delete. <laughs> So JT, Colorado at TCU. Coach Cassidy has TCU. Who do you got?
2: He wrong. It's Colorado. TCU is not that good this year. Wow, I'm gonna go.
1: I'm gonna go TCU. UNC at South Carolina. Coach Cassidy has South Carolina. Who do you have?
2: Um, I want to go UNC. I, I want to see what Drake Bay's got at least for one game before I throw it all away. I'm, I'm going South
1: Carolina home game for them. I'm taking them. I'll probably go oh. For one. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, now I feel even better about that one. Thank you. <laughs> he said he's setting you
2: up, man. It's your first it <laughs> psychology.
1: Boise. So, Kendall, just for just for fun, we won't track it for you. Colorado at TCU. Who would you take?
0: Uh, I take
1: Colorado. Okay, man-
0: TCU, man- like that. yeah, because TCU has some weapons, but most of them are going.
1: All right. Boise stayed at Washington. So, Coach Cassidy took Washington. Who do you have, JT?
2: I got Washington as well. All right. Me too. Kendall, who would
1: you take? I'm taking Washington as well. All right. Clemson at Duke. Coach Cassidy took Clemson. JT, who do you have?
2: I wanted to take Duke so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just, I, just, I just know Clemson, the, 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 the bottom's going to fall at some point, but I don't think it's going to be week one. I got Clemson. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I've got him as well. sounds like Kendall Kendall yeah. does as well, so all four of us. Last one, this is the tough one. Sunday night game, I think everyone's waiting all weekend for this one being played in JT's uh, backyard at the mansion in Orlando. LSU versus Florida State. Coach Cassidy took Florida State. JT, who you got?
2: I hope he's watching because Mike (laughs) Wallace will be at this game too. And I hope it's it's brutally hot. And you're going to see LSU beat FSU.
1: Well, for Mike Wallace, he, he's, a, he's a, a fan and listener of this show. He's a family um,
2: member, so I don't got to be nice to him. So all that introduction <laughs> you're doing for him don't matter to me. Like, my cousin knows how I feel about him. I hate his team. They're going to lose. That's that. I'm
1: I'm going LSU. I think, last this is a revenge game for LSU. I think Florida State comes in with much more hype this year, maybe a little too overconfident. And LSU is playing real nice. They both have really good quarterbacks. But I'm going to go LSU. Even though I'm not a fan of Brian Kelly, I've told you this, JT. He proved <laughs> me wrong last year. So, no, sorry, Kendall. No offense. I know you coached that since. So no, he left us. So no. He's okay. Still... <laughs> Kendall, who who are you taking in that one? Uh, I'm taking LSU. Okay.
2: So, the man know what he's talking about.
1: <laughs> of course he does. Of course. That's why he's our NFL expert. All right. So to the fans and listeners out there, thank you, Kendall. Great show, man. A lot of laughs. Great job as always. But hey, we will revisit these picks. So don't go too far. We'd love to have you back either, you know, midway through the year or at the end of the season, like we normally do. Um so hopefully you'll be he's
2: basically you know, saying we'll call you back when it's safe for him to reveal his record. <laughs> that's 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 exactly. what he's gonna call you back. If he's exactly. if he's up if he's if he's ahead in the lead, he'll call you back like week four. If he's just bombing, he'll wait to the end of the season to call
1: you back. I'm <laughs> just letting you know how it's gonna go. Yeah. So keep your schedule available. Be flexible for us. But, no, in, in all honesty, thank you for your time. As always, man, a lot of fun. Um, hang tight if you can. And I'll actually, Kendall, let the listeners and viewers out there know where they can find you, like on Instagram, you know, being a, being a former NFL player. Uh,
0: you all can follow me on Instagram at KingKen with two Gs. So K-I-N-G-G underscore K-E-N.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And to the fans and listeners out there, thank you again for listening to us. Remember, you can subscribe to us, JT and the Don All Sports Podcast. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you find all of your other favorite podcasts. And Remember, if you like what we do, leave us a five-star review. And JT,
2: if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, leave us a five-star review
1: actually i prefer you don't leave us a five star review if they win the bengal's if the bengal's win that's that that's the steeler in me doesn't matter um but also please follow us our on social media our handle jt and the dawn we can be found on tiktok twitter facebook and instagram so remember again jt and the dawn all sports podcast presented by give us a shot network jt a lot of fun. Thanks to King Kent and JT. Until the next episode, see ya. Peace.